I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory, and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi, family. Welcome to Live Your Best Life with me, Liz Wright. And thank you so much for joining us today. You are going for such a treat. I have joining me today a friend of mine who is also a very loved international pastor and international prophet. She and her husband are the senior pastors of um, Capstone Church in London. And honestly, they both of them move in incredible supernatural joy and supernatural peace, which is contagious that you're about to find out as we have our conversation today. So it's my absolute joy and honor to welcome into the conversation with me, Preeti Kurian. Preeti, welcome. Hi, Liz. Thank you so much for having me. It's a joy to be here. And, oh. uh, you know, we love you guys. Um, I think... Um, my husband Rakesh and Wes, Wesley, mm-hmm. they're very good friends now. And, yes, you know, are. and yeah, and so it's really great to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, no, it's an absolute joy. And you you carry so many treasures. I'm like, just like, I'm hungry to hear what you have to say today. So can we start just for the people watching around the world who might not have heard your story before or met you before? Will you just share some of your amazing Jesus story with us? Um. Okay, so I'm going to start from the very beginning. Um, I, yeah. I say that I am born in a, um, I'm, I'm born in India. I'm from India. And um, technically, you know, India is a Hindu nation. I was raised in Saudi Arabia. It's a Muslim country, but I'm from a Catholic family. So in my family, like every, anything goes, everything goes. That was, a sto- you know, that's like mm-hmm. how it was at that time. And um, I, re- I did my, um, I, I did my initial studies in Saudi Arabia, did my um, engineering in um, in India. So, I mean, I've lived in um, those two countries, mostly my in- initially. My father died when I was about 11. And um, that was a that was one of the most traumatic um, things in my life. I was a proper daddy's girl. Okay, I really was. And my father was uh, extremely affectionate and extremely loving. Um, and when he died, it really did leave a void in my life. And, uh, and, um, but you know, life goes on and you kind of adjust to what life, your new life is. And, um, you know, I I finished, uh, finished university or college as you'd call it in the U S and, um, you know, I finished university and, um, uh, was working and I thought my life was pretty good. I, I didn't have any issues, but major issues that I would consider at that time. But, and this is where my story really starts, okay? I was walking through the living room of my house in, in India. I wasn't married. It's about 20, 20, sorry, I was about 22, 23 years old at that time. And uh, my mom was on the phone with somebody and she, I don't know who she was, you know, this is the landline. You can see with the, you know, the action, like, you know, I've got the landline there, you know, and she's on the landline and she's like, um, she's telling this person, I'm really sorry, I can't go, you know, I, I won't be able to come. And, you know, that's what she's saying. And I hear this voice right over here. And this voice says, where she's not going, you go. I mean, I should have questioned that voice at that time, okay? But mm-hmm. I, I turned to my mom and I said, mommy, where you're not going, I'm going to go. And she looks at me like, really? And, she, and I go, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go. 
And then um, she gets off the phone and she tells me it's my godmother and um, um, my, um, you know, and she's calling her to a retreat, uh, a Christian retreat. Now, I thought a retreat was like a holiday in the mountains or something. I didn't know what this retreat thing was. Okay, so I was like, okay, I could do the retreat, you know, I could do it the spa, <laughs> you know, I was thinking yeah. that way. The retreat started in those days, it was like six, six nights, technically. That's how long it took for someone like me to get delivered, I think. Okay, but they, it was in this Catholic charismatic place. So the walls were like six feet um, um, tall. And rumor had it that in those days that they would lock the, they'd lock the, the door. So I, I thought I was locked in there. So anyway, this, the preacher comes on and goes, <laughs> I'm going to speak about Jesus for, six, for the next six days. I thought, what's there to talk about Jesus for six days? <laughs> like, in my head, I'm thinking, what are you doing? You know, where's the spa? Where's the I spa was going to say, where are the massage rooms? <laughs> I know. And, then, and the thing is, and they start at six o'clock in the morning. Okay. I mean, who sees the <laughs> clock? <laughs> and it goes to 10. So it's six o'clock in the morning. So he gives us the rules. And I, I'm thinking, I, I need to get out, but I could obviously I, I thought the gates were locked this and he starts preaching and as he starts preaching i start in my mind i'm objecting to almost half the things he's saying because anything goes in my mind you know and then he has got the stick figure he's drawn the devil he's drawn jesus he's drawn all of this okay um and this is this is my beginning of my story and um and then suddenly he says john 14 6 Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one goes to the Father except through me. I realized that it was Jesus who said it. He said that he is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one goes to the Father except through him. That put me at a crossroads because mm. here's someone who I'd never heard of as a liar saying that about himself. And I mean, I, like I said, I, I, I consider myself a techie. I, I'm logically minded. And a lot mm. of the things uh, that I look at in terms of creation you cannot have creation without an external source. You know, nothing cannot explode and become something. The degree of entropy cannot go down and then go up. So logically, there had to be an external source. I knew that there was a God and this Jesus, who historians say existed, this Jesus who everybody calls good, okay, says that he is that way to that creator. And he calls that creator father. And I had a moral dilemma at that point, whether I believe this Jesus or whether I don't. And I chose that moment. I just knew that that was the truth, that he was the wow. truth, he was the way, he was the light. And I said, sitting in that fourth row um, of that um, conference, out 200 people there were attending with us. I remember just sitting there and said, Jesus, if you are the way, you be my way. You know, and if you are the life, I want you. I want you to get to the father because I needed a father. Instantly, I was transported to the side of this huge auditorium. Uh, we call it an auditorium. You'll call it a hall, like a conference center, you know, for lack of a better word. But this huge auditorium. And there were flags of all nations along the walls of this auditorium. And I was standing on the side of this. And um, I was and Just in a full-blown encounter. Just full a full-blown blown experience. Full wow, blown. straight away. Straight away. Wow. And wow. I could see women dancing and there was full of women and I, I turned around behind me and there were women standing with me. And this girl turns around and she says, now my mother is going to come and preach. And I'm thinking, who's her mother? Because I was only about 20, 
22, 23 at that time. You know, it was the weekend of my birthday. So, um, um, and I, I said, who's your mother? And I stepped forward and I realized I was that girl's mother, you know? And I stepped forward. And as I'm stepping forward in that place, I see, I, I see another, in that I go to another place, but I'm still there. And I hear this voice and this voice tells me, in your lifetime, you will see two moves of God, okay? And the word moves of God and revival were not part of my yeah, uh, never heard them. vocabulary, never, you mm, know? Mm-hmm. And I said two moves of God. And I see from, from, uh, from the Atlantic coast, uh, a wave coming and hitting the United Kingdom. And from the United Kingdom, the wave goes across Europe, okay? And uh, I hear the Lord saying that revival will hit and it will go from there to the to the um, to the ends of the earth. Not my language at all. And then they said, "You will see a second move. The first move, then comes a second move. And there, at that point, I'm in a second move. Okay. And um, and the, this moves to. This is not like uh, it goes. I mean, that first move itself goes from Europe to Asia to Australia, Africa, and just spreads. Okay, and then the second move comes, and the second move brings liberty. The first move br- brings awakening, and the second move brings liberty. Um, I and 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 instantly, I'm out, and I'm back in that auditorium. Okay? Wow! And uh, so I was back in 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 the, the retreat Where you center. Were in the, yeah, yeah, and I was back in the retreat center, and I knew that this truth of who Jesus is would could transform the world you know because it was a catholic charismatic retreat they were worshiping and adoring god and um his name was called out uh for healing and i thought does god heal you know i didn't know that but i had been kneeling for a couple of hours and i got up and my back which i had injured and the surgeon said i would need surgery was healed instantly i didn't even ask i didn't even know that god could heal Okay, but I was healed instantly. And that kind of, again, shifted my paradigm of a God who knows and a God who cares and a God who answers prayers you haven't even made, you know? And mm-hmm. that that healing shut me up. I couldn't talk. My goodness. <laughs> Very few things can shut me up, and it was God. Like, <laughs> I could not talk. And the reason I say this, that night I went back into my room because you know, uh, we were there and I was just, just couldn't speak at all. And as I was about to go to bed, I'm sharing the room with um, Anu and um, this other uh, lady. Suddenly, as I'm laying down, I get the sweet taste in my mouth. Okay. And the, the minute the sweet taste comes in, I knew I was in the presence of God. And the, the sweet taste comes in and Followed by that comes this light and this strong presence. And I get up and I kneel. And the sweetness of this taste just, I said, I ask him, what is this? And then he says, this is the taste of what it is to follow me. Oh, my goodness. And I said, I will do anything for this taste. And then he, um, he explained a lot of things to me at that point. And... Um, presence of the Lord is so strong. I can hear so many different sounds. 
um, then he speaks and then he leaves. And when I when he leaves, I'm thinking, literally, what just happened? And I turn around, and my sister-in-law and the lady, they were woken up by the presence too, and they knew that they were in the presence of God. And that was day one, Liz. Gosh, honestly, Preeti, it's just so holy. I can feel the presence of the Lord while you're speaking. So you were literally, instantly, fully spiritually awakened. I mean, day one, you moved into our supernatural reality as new creation people with our walking with a supernatural Jesus. It's so amazing what you've shared. I wasn't allowed to initially attend um, prayer meetings or church or anything like that. But that was good because I spent time in in the room with with the Lord and the Holy Spirit would visit me. And Liz, you know, uh, one thing I have to say is this is no one told me that reading the Bible is difficult. Because I read that Bible, you know, I had a good news Bible at that time. Someone had left it in my house and I read it in about a couple of days, like three, four days. I didn't understand anything. And every time I'm reading, I'm trying to tell the Israelites, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. I'm like, Samson, don't tell Delilah your secret. Please, you completely <laughs> engage with it. I know. You know. Like, yeah. you know. And I was like, oh my gosh, again, they've gone there. <laughs> and for me, I was like, and, the, and I got the New Testament. I was like, Paul, my man, what are you saying? And I was like, literally enjoyed it so much. Book of Revelations, I couldn't understand. It freaked me out, but. I just kept reading and the Holy Spirit would start, once I read it, he'd start taking me to different portions and start speaking. And it was Jeremiah 33, three, call on to me and I will answer you and I'll reveal deep and hidden things to you. So that's my initial week or so. I love it. I love it. I made me laugh. Actually, I remind it reminded me. When Jesus first uh, gave me the gift of tongues, like you, you know, I didn't know anything. I didn't go to church. I was just with Jesus. You know, when I started to go to church, I got really confused. All I wanted to do was be with, you know, other believers, you know, and obviously I love the body of Christ. But at the beginning, you know, I just didn't, I didn't know anything. And for the first three days of receiving the gift of tongues, I didn't stop speaking in the gift of tongues. Literally, I felt like I'd been plugged into the electric mains and I was I was trying to do life with people and I just constantly, constantly prayed in tongues. And so I would hide in my mouth <laughs> and just constantly pray. But it was incredible. I was filled with joy. And like you said, that the gift of discernment switched on and the power of God moving through me and that's what I wanted to ask you about because you carry contagious joy, Preeti. You absolutely do. And I know you carry a lot of revelation around it and how you walk in joy, protecting the joy that we can walk in in the midst of difficulties. Would you just share some of that? Because it's just such it's such an evidence in your life that you walk this way. You know, um, see, the thing about joy is joy is as essential to a Christian as love is. You know, when you when you look at the fruit of the Holy Spirit, you know, if it, it is love, it is joy, it is peace. So mm-hmm. if we don't recognize it as as essential and it's 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 not the fruits of the Holy Spirit, it's the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So the fruit of the Holy Spirit is joy. Why? Because in his presence is fullness of joy. OK, uh, Psalm 2, you look at it when the nations raged against God and his people. What was God's response? His response was laughter, which is joy, you know, um, and that's God's response to um, 
uh, to situations. Why? Because he knows the end of the story. Right. You know, right. and I believe that, um, you know, I mean, you look at it, it when it's, Joy is essential for a Christian. We don't separate it from love, you know, but I grew mm. up being a traditional church growing up in, in, in what I've seen. One of the things that I, I, I feel strongly is I've seen Christians laugh outside church, but the minute they enter in, they leave their joy outside list, you know, and they put on seriousness and soberness. And that's not really a portion when you look at it scripturally. You know, right. Nehemiah right. said it, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Absolutely. Okay? And, um, and so part of, uh, and it is, a tr- and it is truth that sets us free. And I feel this is a truth that we don't often meditate on, that we don't realize that, that maintaining a lifestyle of joy is, is, has to be as intentional as maintaining a lifestyle of love, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and and um, I mean, um, let, let me say it this way. So I got saved when I was 1996. Um, I came from a well-to-do family, but within a, a month or so of my born-again experience, my family's finances were wiped out, Liz, totally wiped out, okay? And uh, people were making fun of like of me, especially because I'd become a Christian and suddenly, you know, like my finances, they're like, look at you, you found God and this is where you're at, you know? Maybe you didn't find God, but I'll tell you something. I, I really think about um, the gospel of John chapter five, where, you know, that man comes in 38 years. He was a paralytic that he's lying on his mat. Jesus comes to him and says, do you want to be made well? And the man tells him all the reasons why you can't be made well. Nobody takes me in. This is that. This is that. You know, nobody loves me. Everybody hates me. You know, and he's singing that song right there. Okay. But Jesus says, it's a simple question. Do you want to be made well? Okay. And what happens is he says, yes, he says, take up your mat and walk. And when he walks, that which had carried him, now he's carrying, that becomes your testimony. So your pit, whatever situation you're going through, becomes your pulpit, okay, or your platform of testimony. Your testing becomes your testimony. And that's Mm -hmm. what we have to realize. We have to understand the end of the story. Romans 8, 28 says, our God works out all things for our good, for those who are in Christ Jesus. So whichever situation we're going through, God is working it out. We need to know the end of the story. In John chapter 11, when Mary and Martha are crying about what has happened to Lazarus, if they knew the end of the story that Jesus will come and he will raise their brother from the dead, even if it's four days, what was the end of their story that that Lazarus is going to arise? How would they have behaved in those four days. They wouldn't have been weeping. They wouldn't have been uh, crying. They would have understood joy. They would have felt, they would have missed their brother, but they would have understood that God's got them, you know? And so when I went through that, that time of financial crisis, I understood that it was an opportunity for God to show me multiplication, to show me his provision for me to encounter Jehovah Jireh. And from that point, I've not had that level of financial distress. Okay. Why? Because God gave me breakthrough. So one of the things that I've understood is this, that Paul writes this in, in, when writing to the, uh, to, uh, to, to the church in Rome, in Romans five, he says this, he says, he says, you know, we, we glory in tribulation. Why? Because tribulation produces character. No, tribulation produces perseverance, perseverance, character, character, hope, and hope does not disappoint. Why? Because the love of God has been poured out into our lives through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. So powerful. So, 
it's the key, really. I mean, the key to joy is understanding the end of the story. Preeti, that is so powerful. It's true, isn't it? Your heart comes into a place of of such rest, such peace, such joy. It doesn't, when you really do have that ability, that grace inside of you to, to trust and know that God's got it. He does know the end of the story. He is the Alpha and Omega. He is the beginning and the end. He is working all things together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purposes. It's just a different life, isn't it, that we start to, to step into. We begin to trust in and align to his headship as the source of our life in a completely different way. And and you both, you, you know, you both and Rakesh walk this life. You know, you can see it, this fruit of this reality in your life all the time, every day. You know, so can I just ask you in finishing, will you will you pray for everybody watching for whatever is in your spirit, but particularly I wanted to come in agreement for this grace to be on people, particularly those of you around the world who are really suffering right now, really struggling, there's difficulties in your life. And if you are not in that place of peace and joy, knowing the joy of the Lord is your strength, you know, right now that we can just come in agree with, agreement with you for this shift to happen, for you to move back into grace, knowing that God has got it. He has, he has got the end of the story. He is, you are his story, right? So can I just ask you to pray, Preeti? I will. And I mean, Liz, you carry so much presence and, you know, like just looking at you right now, there's so much joy. And, um, you know, and mm-hmm. as I'm praying, one of the things that I wrote down a checklist for myself, um, how to carry a, a, a joy. And so this is my prayer that I'm, I am going to make. And I chose when I'm going through these tribulations that do produce perseverance to smile more. Oh, yeah. I chose Absolutely. to laugh more, you know, yeah. and uh, celebrate things, you know. I I, yeah. I love your hair, Liz. I, I, I do. I, I've told my Thank team. You. I, and I, I celebrate <laughs> your hair. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so celebrate things and count your blessings. <laughs> You know, the, right. the, the giving thing. thanks in all things, <laughs> in all things. And that's really checking our thoughts, yeah. reading yeah. the word. You know, I'm choosing yeah. when I, and I, I pray that I'm going to pray right now, but I'm going to pray that people will sing and people will dance. Yes, absolutely. And surrender things that they can't change. So Father God, yeah. Lord, I pray right now. I pray, Lord, that the joy that you have promised us will be their strength. That each person who's watching and hearing, Lord, that you shall perfect that which concerns them at this time, Father. That they will understand that joy is their portion as much as they understand that they are loved, that they are, that they will see the goodness of God in the land of the living as you promised us, Lord. Right now, I speak breakthrough over those who are struggling for breakthroughs, I declare the name of Valparaiso over these people. And I declare in the name of Jesus, a season of breakthrough, abundant joy and fullness of the spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And I activate joy. In Jesus' name. Whoa, I felt that. Wow, yes, we're in agreement. Uh, when you were praying them, Preeti, I could actually see people who's, you know, through difficulties, your spirits have sort of got 
suppressed. I could actually see people's spirits being freshly invigorated in the spirit of God inside of you rising and just your stature just rising. So yeah, amen. And so then, and then I could see the life of Jesus just coming out like sparkling light, dispensing the dispensing of the holy, fresh resurrection life <laughs> of the living God coming out of your spirits right now. I'm like, <laughs> release. Yeah, the kingdom of God right, is within us, the kingdom of God, the domain of the presence of the king is righteousness right Preeti the, the the full spectrum of the nature of God is righteousness is peace is joy is joy in the Holy Spirit this is he's he's bringing us right now and, and resetting you right now back into this as your normal default state that you would rest into the arms of grace again today and really feel his peace and joy just bubbling up and exploding life within you and in the midst of the storm right we can sleep in the boat hey <laughs> it's it's the best and we can laugh in the boat it's an, and i love hallelujah the word hallelujah because you just yeah. have to say the first syllable over and over again you know just yeah. go ha ha ha, yeah, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> i love that i love that do you know and, i was i was speaking a couple of weeks ago Preeti, and uh, and I got an anointing on me and all I could say was ha, ha, ha. And I was trying to be really articulate, you know, <laughs> like lots of people there present expecting something really nourishing. And I just sat there going ha, ha, ha. <laughs> but the Holy Spirit began to pour out. And okay. <laughs> so yeah, I agree. It's really anointing. Ah. Anyway, anyway, on that note, we're going to have to go, but we we agree for you to have the most amazing week and such a shift in your experience of the presence of God inside of you. And Preeti, thank you for being with us. You're oh, such a joy. Thank you for having me. You are too. Love you. <laughs> Love you too. See you soon. And bless you all. Have an amazing week. Look forward to being with you again next Monday. Bye.